Welcome to the pulse that moves the triangle world today. This one-size-fits-all broadcast is a vibrant collection of stories, medical breakthroughs, helpful tips, what's trending, events, and boundless other adventures. It's a conversation pit of comedians, politicians, authors, chefs, sports figures, experts, the common and the uncommon. Here's the host of Triangle 411, Mary Inspreffer. Hi, friends. Rodolfo DiMartino and his partner, Greg Sims, took the HGTV journey a few years ago, first on HGTV's Love It or List It, and then again recently during the Change of Heart follow-up show. HGTV is a network that primarily broadcasts reality programming related to home improvement and real estate. Think shows like, you know, Property Brothers, Flip or Flop, My Lottery Dream House, House Hunters. Viewers will recognize these shows and more and may even find their veins bubbling with need for them to tune in right now. True, these shows are not only addictive to some, but have become the new national pastime for others, surpassing viewership for the old national pastime, baseball games on TV. So what's the 411 on HGTV? How does it work? Why is it so addictive? What are the pros and cons of working with HGTV? Are the show participants happy with the outcomes? Well, here to answer these behind-the-scenes questions and more is Greg Sims. Welcome, Greg. Thank you for having me. Well, the premise of HGTV's Love It or List It is designer host Hilary Farr redesigns and handles renovations on certain areas of the house, and then her realtor-slash-host David tries to convince homeowners they should sell their house once finished. Greg, let's let's start with how one even gets to be picked to be on HGTV. How was your house located in downtown Raleigh and Mordecai chosen? That is a great question that I'm often asked, as a lot of people would like to be on the show. You can mm-hmm. imagine why. Mm-hmm. Uh, our experience was that, um, as you know, Rodolfo owns a restaurant, uh, Cafe Tiramisu in Raleigh, and they had called and asked if they could film there. At that point, they were doing the meet and greet at restaurants. A lot of people, a lot of viewers may remember that as part of the, the, the way the story goes. And um, he had not really been familiar with them, but I had been watching the show for a couple of years. He called me on the phone and said, Greg, I think those people are here, um, the ones that you love to watch on TV. And I said, no way. So I canceled my day. <laughs> I ran over there just to meet them, walked in the door, and the cameraman said, hey, I think I know you from fitness videos. This is no lie. And he said, I sat beside you on a flight, and we talked. And I said, oh, yeah, that's right. So he said, let me introduce you to the producer. Walked over to introduce me to her, and she said, wait a minute, you two are together? She was talking about me and Rodolfo. And um, we said, yes. And she said, you know, we're looking for people for the show. And if you were to go home and film something and upload it quickly, uh, we'd take a look at it. And we were like, oh, my goodness, okay. So we ran home filmed uh, our basement and a little bit of our house 
and a little bit of our personality and a little bit of our story that we would sort of came up with, which was the truth, and uh, sent it to them. Everything uploaded perfectly and beautifully, quickly, first time ever, and um, that's how we were chosen. Wow, that was very lucky. Do you know how the average bear gets chosen for a show that uh, didn't, you know, don't have this kind of circumstance? Yeah, uh, you know, and people um, sometimes ask us for the contacts, and uh, a lot of people will apply online. There's a certain uh, link that you go to, uh, and uh, sometimes actually because our show uh, was popular and we're grateful that it was, they ask us, um, like a couple of the producers and people that are involved in it, ask us if we have anybody that we think might be interested. We've gotten a couple of people on the show, but most people go to their website and apply there. Okay. So you mentioned your personalities in in the little spiel that you did for the producers. Tell me about that a little bit. Well, we were trying to be upbeat and funny, and we were sort of playing off each other, which is what our life is like anyway. And uh, we gave, as we were walking down the steps to the bottom floor of our house, we were talking about my father having uh, built or redid the house. And we realized in the moment we were talking that it was a, a good storyline. It was the last house that he did before he passed. And he had always wanted to uh, to do a house for me. And so um, between that and him and I just sort of jabbing at each other and, and laughing a little bit, being on, in front of the camera as you're holding the phone, I suppose, is what we did. It, uh, you know, they just sort of liked what they saw. And then about a week later, they came over with their crew, interviewed us there at the house, went down to look at the the um, you know, the area and said, you know what, I think this is a match. And we were just elated. That's great. Now, um, I want to go through every little detail on that rather than just like the full picture, like how everything went, how long did it take, et cetera. But let's, let's start with, um, so, so for people that don't know, is this something that the homeowner has to pay a fee for? Uh, as far as I understand, cause we did, um, I haven't checked with anyone lately, but we did have to pay, um, it was a minimal fee, at least compared to what we received. And that's been the experience with, uh, I believe, most people, if not all. Okay, so like, so, well, I might get ahead of myself. Let me come back to that in a minute. Let's talk about the process, and, and we'll break this down bit by bit. Starting with day one. So, you know, you've already talked about how you got to get involved in this. And the producer said yes. So now they show up on day one. What happens? Well, they bring about four or five people with them. If there's a contractor involved, there's producers, directors, uh, people that would be assisting and, uh, you know, looking at the property and kind of making the decisions together, um, seeing it as the space that we have and how it might come across filming it as we have it currently. And then I think they were looking at it as sort of a blank space that they could do things with. And they filmed a little bit of it. And then they uh, took that back to Hillary, I believe. And she looked at it and thought she could, you know, make it work. But, um, you know, we had a conversation about uh, finances at that point, And there was an agreement made as to how much we would put into uh, or how much we would be able to, to do. And then they, uh, without, you know, showing us too much information, they really didn't know what they were going to do. They said, okay, we think that, could, you know, we can make that work. And that's how I remember it being. And then about a week later, 
uh, we were receiving contracts and uh, the process started probably two months after that. Two months after that. So, so that sounds kind of scary that you didn't know what they were going yeah. to do. <laughs> you know, usually you say, okay, we're going to do X, Y, and Z and you <laughs> love it or leave it. And, you know, it's like, that's kind of scary. So, so do they contribute any kind of funds to this? Like, let's say they they propose X renovation and they go over, or well, that's a good question too. And and I will say that um, what they do is they they direct you to um, a couple of websites where you can choose some things. Now, I don't know if they still do this. I believe they do some cha- some things that would appeal to you, and then they're going to go from there. And and it really is a leap of faith. I mean, we we had a, a unfinished basement, so we knew that we were going to be fine no matter what. Um, I would, if I was any homeowner, if given the opportunity to get on this show, I would go with whatever they do. That work was incredible. Uh, the quality was amazing. And I'm not trying to get ahead of what you might ask me, but uh, my advice is in that kind of situation is to just go for it and let whatever happens, happens. But what they do is uh, they do give you, you know, um, some days to to see if you can click on some pictures and send what would be sort of your style if you were able to choose. And then I remember looking at some of the things that we did after the, we saw our reveal, and I can see where they, you know, made their choices, and it was just perfect to us. It's more than we can imagine. So for you, was it just the basement that was renovated? Yes. I mean, on our list, you know, if they're going to ask us, we, we had a huge list. Why not? Yeah. We we were hoping for a master closet in the bedroom upstairs. And uh, we also had asked for a driveway. Um, we had asked for uh, the basement to, get, to be completely redone. Uh, I noted that I would like to have a workout space to film my workout videos and for uh, my company. And, uh, you know, we asked for you know, a fireplace down there. And uh, that is pretty much, you know, what we got. We just didn't get that bait, um, didn't get the driveway. And we did not get the um, master bedroom closet. But that's something that we can work on ourselves later. Mm-hmm. Okay. All righty. So, um, you know, and you mentioned about things that you might pick over what they choose. And, you know, I get that because we moved into a new home. Oh, about a year ago. And most of it was done, but there was some decorating choices that were left to be made. And there was a interior decorator and making suggestions. And I didn't always concur with them, but it was like, <laughs> you know, you're the expert. Why should I tell you, you know, <laughs> this wall should be blue with purple polka dots if you're telling me leave it white. So, um, so I get that. But if, did you have any disagreements and, you know, like how was that handled? Well, uh, it, this leads me to this point that a lot of people ask me regarding if the show is you know, real. I don't know if you're going to get to that or not. Actually, um, that is going to be one of my questions. <laughs> okay. Well, if, if, would you like me to address that now sure. with the answer? Sure, sure. Okay. So um, when we would go to film different spots throughout the, the process, and it was a six-week process. It ended up being seven weeks for us because there was an ice storm. This was filmed in winter. So, um, and we, we moved in with uh, our father-in-law. So that was, that was, really actually fun. Uh, but anyway, 
because uh, you do have to leave your house. That's another thing people don't understand. You can't just move upstairs. You, know, you can't show up and, and look at anything until you're called to be there. So that's, that's uh, was going to be another one of my questions. How <laughs> you know how bad was it to? Um, it's you know, hard. I didn't know how inconvenient it became, and oh. so you have to totally move right out. You know, it's not inconvenient because you know what you're getting and you're mm. understanding the process, and it's helping you to to get a better house together and to, you know, get rid of some things that, you know, donate things and, and put things in storage and then get rid of them later that you need to get rid of. So that process is no big deal to me. You know, it was hard just to, to not be able to go to that street and get your mail and they, they'd send someone to help you with that. So that that's really minimal compared to what you got. But getting back to uh, the design and where there disagreements, well, they would film it. Um, live, you know, she would give us, you know, the, the statement of what was going to happen, and we didn't know what she was going to say. Whatever our reaction was, was what it was. So this was completely real. Our, our experience was completely real all the way around. It's not scripted. And maybe they just thought we could handle it because we like to talk and all that stuff, but, I, you know, some people ask us that question, and I can say for sure it was not. And we didn't know what she was going to say, like, hey, we're not going to be able to give you the the fireplace, so we're not going to be able to give you, you know, the bedroom. I'm sorry. And, uh, you know, you often find that there's something they discover in the house, if you are familiar with the show. And what they discovered with ours was that the basement, um, the piping from that bathroom was, you know, corroded and was not working right. And we didn't know because we didn't use that bathroom. It was a, it was a mess. Uh, so, that took um, an extra $6,000, and that was one of the conversations they had to have with us on film in the moment, and we had to come up with $6,000 more. But I'll tell you, it would have cost probably twice as much, and I'm thankful they discovered it. And we still felt like we were happy with that, even though we were like, oh my gosh, 6000 more. But they fixed it, and it was just the real truth. So we did argue about some things, um, and you know, Hillary is the one that we argued with, and with David, we would, as we would show up to the different um, houses, uh, we would, you know, comment what we liked and what we didn't like. And let's, that was let's just stop a minute. True. Let's go back to some of those arguments with Hillary, because I'm, I'm curious how that takes. You know, when the cameras aren't rolling, what's going on? You know, how, how, how is that handled? Well, I mean, sometimes there was little shouting matches. Rodolfo was pretty fiery, and he would um, he would say, "I just don't understand it. You're the designer. Why why can't you make this happen?" You know? and mm-hmm. She's like, "I can't make this happen because we don't have the money to do it with the budget that you've given us, because we had to do the basement piping." I mean, that was just the truth. Mm-hmm. So she, they would anim- eliminate things based on the budget that they had, and. Um, you know, we didn't really know Hillary and David at all, of course, and we didn't see them a lot during the show until we were on camera with them. So we didn't interact with them. Uh, we are now incredible friends with them. But at the time, all of that was real. Now, what about for them? Because some, you know, it is. A lot of people think the show is scripted, and a lot of reality TV is scripted. But... Again, your personalities may have carried that. Nobody told you what to say and not to say. But what about the, you know, like Hillary and David, were were their comments scripted? Were there certain things that they were told to say? Well, I'm imagining that as part of it, you know, since they're 
they're working with the contractor or she's working with the contractor, I'm, I'm sure that she came up with what she was going to say and, um, you know, it was probably approved by the producer, but I really do not know that part of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just guessing based on her personality now that I know her. Mm-hmm. She's extremely very nice. and They, they get along really well. It kind of comes across on camera. I think they just know each other so well that they, they work well together. Yeah, I see a lot about, you know, people asking if they're married because of the way they <laughs> act together. Yeah, they're not. He's married and has a, has a little boy. Uh, you'll often see them at Rodolfo's restaurant in Raleigh. That's cool. That's cool that they keep that c- connection. Um, yeah. So, yes, well, well, that's good. So wh- who would you say was nicer, Hillary or David? Ooh, that's a hard one. Um, they're both so incredibly nice. I promise you. <laughs> she, is, she's, she and I hang out more um, together because he's working a lot. And so we'll end up being at the restaurant or she'll work out with me. So I get to spend more time with her. And she does live here in Raleigh. Uh, and David um, goes back to Toronto a little more often, probably because of his family being there. So, um I don't know if I can answer that question, Mary. Because <laughs> <laughs> you want to remain friends with both, right? <laughs> I won't blame you. Okay. Um, it's hard to ask you. Let me ask you what you haven't been asked. I was, all my questions that I prepared for, you're, you keep saying, I often get asked that. I often get asked that. <laughs> What's something you have not been asked that you'd like to share? Mm, that's a good question. So you can tell that our little our talk right now is not scripted. So, um, let's see that I'm not asked. Uh, I guess, let me think, let me think, you know, um, most people don't ask us about the reveal itself. And I've often wanted, I've often wanted to tell people, um, you know, like how the reveal went. If you, if, if, if I may. Yes. Yes. Go for it. Okay. So when we arrived at the house that day, you know, we tried to dress up a little bit. We were excited. You're already hyped up a little bit. Adrenaline's going. Um, they do it with, you know, like in our case, you're walking in the, the middle floor uh, and you're, that's the entrance to the house. And then you're going to go down the steps. Now, these steps were unfinished. So what they did with every section, they had a curtain held up by two people, and they, which they'd have the camera on us, and they would just pull the curtain away. And then our reaction was our total reaction mm. in that moment. And we were like, oh, my goodness. I mean, just to have a the finished staircase was amazing. So we, then we walked down the steps. As we get to the bottom of the steps, there's another curtain with two more people holding it. And they swoop the curtain away, and they show us this beautiful bathroom. And we're just astounded as to what it looks like. And they won't let us look to the left, which is the main area. So there's a big curtain there also. We turn. They drop the curtain, and you can see uh, most of the, the open space, if you've seen our episode, which included the big, beautiful bar that um, uh, <laughs> Hillary put in there and some of the design aspects, and we were just blown away at that point. And we walked from section to section just like that. And our reaction that you see on that show was the first time we'd ever seen it, and we were just out of our minds happy. Good. That's good to know because you do see people's reaction and you think they're taking everything in all at once. So, yeah. So I guess the, and you're not. as the camera's showing you one, that's your reaction. Then they show you another part of it and that's your reaction. So that, that so that's very cool. 
it, it was cool. And then even when David at the end says, you know, here's the final thing to show you, and it's your, your listing of your house. I mean, what the, you know, what is appraised at? That number that was on there blew us away. Can you give us <laughs> an idea? Added, not, I mean, not the cost, but like, you know, was it yeah. a percentage more than you thought your home was worth? Something like that? Oh, yeah. Uh, I can tell you, I, I don't mind telling you this, that it increased the value of our home um, over 100000 Whoa. And it's it has stayed, it's stuck with that. I mean, it's in the, you, know, it, you can find it and see that. It's in writing. So we didn't put that much into it at all. I can't say exactly how much just because I think it's probably not the right thing to do. Mm-hmm. But I want you to think, you know, not even a third. And so you know that that's, that's a win-win for us. I mean, my goodness. That's a win-win for sure. Was there any lose-lose? No, there was no lose for us. Um, the quality of the work was just unbelievable. People do ask us us that, you know, was it really good and has it held up? I mean, it's been five years now, believe it or not, and the quality is amazing. When they came back to do our um, show they just did on us, again, uh, a follow-up show called Change Apart, because we added in the backyard. you want me to say what we added? Sure. So we put in a swimming pool in the backyard. This is in downtown Raleigh. <laughs> we have a, a beautiful backyard now that, that needed some work, and now it's landscaped, and we have this nice, large pool and lounging area. And because of the equity in our house, we were able to do that. So even when the crew came back, they said, wow, have you done anything? We said, no, we have not done anything to this area or space, and we haven't had to. We haven't had to paint anything, haven't had to to do anything to it. It's just it's held up extremely well. That's wonderful. Um, what's your absolute favorite change? Favorite change mm-hmm. um, that they did is probably just at the bar. The, the When you walk down to the basement and you see that huge, beautiful bar there and it's such an entertainment complex we already had doors that opened out but uh, we had some walls in there uh this is a house in the 40s so they knocked down all the walls to the beautiful big beam there uh they did an incredible ceiling to get all the ductwork and everything in there uh, the, the design element that she came up with that hillary came up with was absolutely amazing so what we've got now is we've got this big, beautiful space with doors that open up to the outside. Now it's a pool, and then we have that indoor bar. It's just an entertainment complex. It's just like an oasis. Great. How about the camera crew? How were they to work with? So nice, so easy, and very patient um, because, you, you know, it takes a while to film things. You, we didn't have a lot of, thankfully, we didn't have a lot of mistakes where we had to redo our line that we were going to say, you know, regardless of what it was that we were saying. Like, in other words, um, you know, we just didn't, um, I don't know why I'm grateful to say this, that we didn't have to do a lot of double takes. So they kept commenting, wow, yours is going faster because you're, you know, you guys are one takers. And that made us feel special. Sure, sure. And and trust me, because I've worked in the business, when you have to redo it and redo it and redo it, yeah. it's, it's less genuine in the end anyway. But, you know, yeah. you know, you get into late night shoots and so forth. So, mm-hmm. um, but there has to be at least one con. You got to give me at least one con. One, one 
uh, something that's that wasn't great. Right, like we're talking about all the 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 hits. Let's talk about a miss. Give me well, one I'll tell con. You, it's not really a miss, except that it some of the days were extremely long, mm-hmm. starting at six a.m. to show up. Um, and there's probably in the six week, well, seven week for us period. There's probably um six hard days, like one a week that was getting up very early. You're going all day long. You might take a, you might make a couple of um, changes in your wardrobe, uh, with that, which you have to have approved, by the way, um, and that's fine. That's no problem. Um, so, like, that's so, an interesting behind-the-scenes fact. Yeah, it is. I mean, they've got to approve it, and they've got to cover any uh, logos, you know, oh. and something else that people may not understand that you might understand, probably, Mary, since you said you've uh, had experience with this, that they go through your house and they turn certain things. Like, they're, they're going to turn books around so you can't see the, you know, the the title mm-hmm. of the book. Some pictures have to be moved. Things have to turn backwards. Anything that has a logo gets covered up with the color of whatever it is. If you're wearing a black shirt that has a logo, you're going to have a black piece of uh, tape on there and nobody ever sees it. That's that interesting. Kind of I'm glad you shared that because, you know, people wonder about those kind of things. You know, you see what's yeah. in front of the camera, but you don't realize all that's going back, you know, what's going behind. Now, when you talk about having to have your clothes approved, were there any issues with that? No. Um, well, not with mine. Anyway. <laughs> uh, on the very first day of our filming, uh, Rodolfo had this shirt that he was so excited about. I think it came from a nice department store that he had planned on. We, we went on a little shopping spree. You know, it just makes sense to do that, right? Sure, sure. So excuse, any this, excuse to shop. Yes. So he had this shirt that he was really excited about. He thought he looked good on him. And right before he was going on camera, the um, they, they noticed there was a little stain or something on it that was the camera was catching. Mm-hmm. And so they're like, oh no, Rodolfo, you can't wear that. And he's like, huh? So <laughs> he had to go back into the bedroom and we were under a time crunch, and we did not want to hold them up. And it was our first day. We wanted to keep you know things going and, and be making a good impression without being difficult. Mm-hmm. So he just threw on a quick little polo shirt, which they had to put a little black uh, piece of tape over. And to this day, we still laugh about it because every time he'd raise his arms up, his, his stomach would show a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> so... Sometimes, you know, you got everything all worked out and then you have to change things at the last second. But yeah, yeah. The, the, that's interesting. They, they they were fine with our clothes. So I want to go into how this all ended, but, but you know, I'm glad, I want to at least say I'm glad everything worked out for you um, because there are various lawsuits out there that have been brought against assorted HGTV productions, including one right here in Chatham with their Love It or Listed experience resulted in a lawsuit for alleged inappropriate workmanship and contractual variances. So I'm glad things went great for you. And in fact, this was love it or list it. But in the end, you decided to love it and not list it. And thus the change of heart episode. So, so two things, and uh, we have to be cognizant of time here, we're almost out, but just a quick um, and I'm sure everybody asks you, what was your change of heart? Why did you decide to um, stay there instead of sell the house? Okay, so now that's a great question. Again, um, uh, right before we d- we were to go on camera to say whether we were going to love it or list it, we changed our minds. Um, we 
we were going to love it 100% because we had just fallen in love with it. But we looked at each other in uh, the, a side room before going out on film, and we said, what do you think? I mean, should we say list it just to throw everybody off? And we we did that, and um, people were thrown off. <laughs> <laughs> and then the reason I did that, Mary, is because the show is not love it or sell it. It's love it or list it. And so I knew that we could list it for a really high price and then decide to stay. And that is what we did. And it's not that we were trying to be, you know, funny or crazy about this, but at the same time, I was like, they're expecting us to love it. Let's throw everybody off. And the next morning, we put a sign out there and we listed it for a really high price so that nobody would touch it because we wanted to stay. Um, and we fell in love with the house again. And also, it's the last house my dad built, you know? So sentimental value there, too. Can't put a price tag on that. That's right. So good. Everything's for sale. (laughs) (laughs) I hear that. Everybody has their price. Um, You know, so I understand. I thought this was a cool thing. I understand your show was one of the most popular ever aired and that you, too, have been out and about all over the, you know, in London, New York City, all over the U.S., and people take pictures with you and talk to you about the show. How do folks recognize you? How does that come to be? We we are astounded by this. (laughs) And um, it it is just off the chart as to, you know, we landed in London, uh, it was maybe a year after, and um, we, we get on the tube, and on the tube, this lady goes, you guys are from London. She's got a little son with her, and he's all into it too. They wanted to talk, took pictures. We were just blown away. Then we're in Turks and Caicos, and someone—you uh, can tell—they're trying to come up to you. They're staring. This is what happens a lot. People will stare because they can't figure it out, or they already know. When they see us together, because it's played so many times, it's aired so many times. Mm-hmm. I think that's what does it. And they often do approach, and they're usually pretty nervous. And we're just trying to be you know, that's ourselves, and we don't think we're celebrities. We're just enjoying it, and we want to know their name and meet them, and if they want to take a picture, we'd love that. <laughs> so grateful to be able to travel all over. I mean, you wouldn't think when I'm walking down New York City, uh, you know, just walking down the streets that someone would run out of a store and say, I know you from London, wow. you know? Wow. It's crazy. That's really cool. And it's a, how popular the show is. Yeah, it says a lot about the show. And and why do you think it's so addictive? You know, I think it's good, easy TV to watch. I really do think that. I mean, I've, I've been watching it um, for years, and it's just something that is not violent. <laughs> it's easy. Everybody needs something that's uplifting, uh, and somewhat interesting. I mean, to see something turn from not looking so great to really great is exciting, the reveal. Um, but, I mean, I've been in Ace Hardware and my own episodes playing. I've been <sighs> at the gym and someone from the gym in another state comes over to me and says, I'm watching you on TV. And I'm like, I know. Yep, that is me. Whoa. That's <laughs> you know, just, that's and nail salons play it. Now, now, you, now you know how, like, uh, you know, recording artists will say, I was driving my car and I heard my song come on the radio <laughs> and what, you know, it was surreal. So well, that's really cool. That would be fun. I would love that. So what are you, <laughs> what are you both up to now? Well, he's still running the restaurant. Uh, as I might say, it's Cafe Tiramisu, like the dessert, uh, fresh cooked. Uh, homemade food, family-owned restaurant, and then right beside it is the Northridge Pub. Uh, and I'm still running Interactive Fitness Trainers of America, or IFTA, 
we do certifications for people that want to be group fitness instructors, personal trainers, and we're internationally recognized. So both of our businesses are located in Raleigh. Uh, we're born here, and they're over 20 years old each. We are grateful for that. That's we love great. this city. Now, now with your uh, with your fitness, uh, you do some virtual episodes now with the whole COVID thing going on? Yes, we had to quickly get things in order to be able to lead our certifications uh, over Zoom, and that has gone extremely well. We are so grateful for that. And anybody can find us on the web uh, at ifta-fitness.com. So ifta-fitness.com. If you're looking for that, we can provide it. We also have online certifications that you can do at your own pace that we had set in place a couple of years ago. And of course, not knowing this was going to happen. So right. really grateful. <laughs> well, I hope that goes well. And I thank you so much for being here. Enjoy your home. Thank you so much, Mary, for on really incredible opportunity. It's an honor. Time for our nonprofit spotlight. A Doorway to Hope, according to their website, is a Christian organization serving working, low-income families who are at a crisis point and need a helping hand. A Doorway to Hope provides necessary resources and links to local services to give temporary emergency help. Their goal is to assist families in achieving economic and personal self-sufficiency, and they do this through programs like their Crisis Ministry, Summer Foods Program, Household Essential Baskets, Angel Tree Christmas Project, and more. For more info, please spend time with them at a adoorwaytohope.org. adoorwaytohope.org. And just one more note, Meals on Wheels of Wake County is hosting their Let's Do Lunch fundraiser November 18th. For info, go to events.gives forward slash wake M-O-W, as in Meals on Wheels. Event.gives forward slash wake M-O-W. Well, it's time to high five and say goodbye. Ask Alexa to play podcast Triangle 411 or go to any podcast platform like Google, Pandora, Apple, etc. to hear stories about saving the environment, death cafes, COVID-19 heroes, and more. Please be sure to subscribe and like us. I'm Mary Innsbrucker for Triangle 411. Today, dot, 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 be selfless.